This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the show designed to help athletes gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Ken Dusso, and today we are going to be talking about taking time away. We're going to be talking about not only rest days and why those rest days are so important, but taking actual time away from the sport, planning like a two-week block in your year that you are not training, you are not focused on your sport, you're not focused on anything there, and you're just focused on relaxing and living your life and why this can be such an important and valuable asset to your career as an athlete. So first off, the reason I wanted to bring this topic to you all, the reason I wanted to get into this today is because I speak to so many athletes all the time that are so focused on being the one who spends the most hours in the gym, being the one who spends the most hours practicing, spends the most hours playing, competing, all of these things. And despite spending more hours than everybody, despite always being focused on spending more time in the gym, doing more, doing more, doing more, they're not seeing the actual tangible results back to the sport that they're looking for. And so that's why I wanted to get into this today, because there's so much we can do that is actually going to help you more other than just being the one spending more hours in the gym. And one of the main things that we that we should be doing, one of the main things that I hope you guys can all take away from this is the importance of taking that time away. The importance of taking that time for yourself that is not focused around your sport. As an example, like I've mentioned many times, if you're new here, then you're going to learn something about me. I do a lot of work with combat athletes specifically. And so often I have really, I have athletes that'll come right out of fights off of a loss and immediately be back in the gym and immediately be taking their next fight and immediately be, you know, just thinking along that mindset of be back at it as quickly as possible. And if I'm back at it faster, that means that I'm going to get more experience. I'm going to get better. And a lot of the time, what this can lead to is multiple losses in a row, because instead of actually processing the loss, instead of actually going through it, thinking about it and thinking, what do I need to improve here? They're just jumping right back into competition. So what I want to really get across is the importance of taking that time away so that you can build. So if you're an athlete listening to this, let me know if that resonates with you, you know, coming off of a loss or coming off of a situation where something doesn't go your way and being able to and be wanting, sorry, to just jump straight back in and not think about the loss anymore and just get right back to training, get right back to your next competition. Let me know if that resonates with you, because one thing I really want to get across to you specifically, if you listen to that and that hit, one thing I want to get across to you specifically specifically is the benefit of taking time away from competition because if you come off a loss and immediately your only thought is I need to get back in there right away now what you're doing to yourself is you're not giving yourself the time you need to actually improve on the things that may have caused that loss in the first place right so if you lose or if you have something that isn't going your way instead of 
jumping right back in, here's what I want you guys to do. Take a week for yourself. Take a week where you're not in the gym. Take a week where you're just letting yourself relax, heal up from the competition, and just take a deep breath. Step away from the sport for a minute. Because what this is going to allow you to do right away is this is going to allow you to process the emotions associated with the loss. Process the emotions associated with those things that are not going your way. Now, if you're able to take that week and you're able to truly process it, now you're going to be able to put yourself back into training in a better headspace. And when you're back into training in a better headspace, now you're going to understand what went wrong. And if you can understand what went wrong, now you can actually make improvements where you need to make improvements in order to step into your next fight at your best. Does that make sense? So. Another thing that I see quite often is somebody that will get injured and instead of taking the time that they actually need to heal the injury or take the time that they actually need to be away in order to be healthy again, their only thought is I want to train through the injury. That's not that big a deal. I can train through it. I can push. I can push. I can push. Now, of course, especially with combat sports, you're going to have to push through bumps and bruises. There's no question that you're not going to be at 100% all the time. And I'm not saying that every time you bump your elbow, you should be sitting out for a week. But if you're truly injured, if you have sharp stabbing pain somewhere right now, that is your body telling you that you need to rest. And by training through it and by not listening to that, what you're doing is you're teaching your body to, tr to train and to compete at a lower level. You're teaching your body that. You're teaching your body how to train without your body actually being at full ability to train. Does that make sense? And so instead of just trying to push through it and not taking a day off when you're hurt, what you need to do is you need to take the time you need to actually heal, take the time you need to actually fix that injury, put some concentrated time into fixing that injury. And after that, now you need to be able to come back into the sport healed and ready to actually train at your best. So what I mean when I'm saying, when I'm talking about taking time away, what I want you guys to think of is again, taking some real time away in order to build up on your weaknesses, in order to really refresh and refocus your mind. And then in turn, be refreshed and refocused when you step into your next fight. What I want and how I want to how I want to put this across to you guys for everybody that's listening is think about it like a car. You know, your fight camp is you driving the car. And the more you drive the car, what happens? Gas goes down, the oil is being used, and after a while, the car needs repair. So if you're never actually stopping for gas, you're never actually changing the oil, now what starts to happen is your car is not being repaired. And if your car is never being repaired, eventually your car breaks down. Whereas taking that time away, being able to step back from the sport itself and focus on repairing the weaknesses, focus on building the gas tank, focus on building the strength and the power you need to fight at your best. Now you're actually, that's like pulling over to the rest stop, changing the oil, and in turn, filling the car up with gas before you get back to competing. So at that time, when you're able to actually do this, you're going to be refreshed, you're going to be refocused, and you're going to be ready to go. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is just 
rest days in your week. For those that are here right now, tell me, do you actually have a designated rest day in your week? And if you do, what day is it? You know, drop a comment if you're watching this live. If you're not, ask yourself that question if you're watching this back on the replay or listening to this on the podcast. I'm seeing a couple come in saying that they do have rest days. That is fantastic. That is really good. Now I want to go through how to actually spend those rest days effectively. The big thing you want to remember is that if your whole rest day is spent thinking about fighting, yes, physically, you're taking that rest day. And yes, physically, your body's going to repair itself a little bit. But the big thing I want to get across is that rest days are for the mental side of the mental side of the game as well. If you're not taking that time away from thinking about fighting, then you're not actually going to be recovering to the best extent that you can because you're actually going to be spending that whole time mentally draining yourself more. And if you're mentally draining yourself more, sure, you're going to be physically a little bit repaired, but you're still going to be feeling that heavy burden of competition, that heavy burden of the fight that you know that you know you've been dealing with already. So when you're taking your rest days, my challenge for you when you listen to this is set up an activity for your rest day. Set something up where you're actually taking concentrated time away from the sport, concentrated time where you're not sitting there thinking about what you're going to do at training tomorrow and let yourself let you let yourself refresh mentally as well as physically coming into your next week of training. So this was a pretty quick one today, but that is it. That is all. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day today. And now I see a couple of people still on the live stream. So we're going to take a couple of questions. I see a few people that have asked some questions already. But if you're here, if you're listening and you have a question, drop it right now so that we can get into a couple of these questions. Uh, All right. If you have a question, make sure to drop it right now and we'll get into a couple of those as we wrap up the podcast. I'm not seeing any questions come in. Oh, okay. I see somebody coming in saying, I'm very strong and explosive, have pretty good cardio, but lack hand-eye coordination. I'm not seeing a question specifically, but if you're talking about hand-eye coordination training, something that you can start doing for fighting, uh, any ways to improve hand-eye coordination? Absolutely. One of my favorite drills in the world for this, take two tennis balls. And literally take the two balls and you just are going to throw them off the wall and catch them. It sounds super simple. It is a lot harder than it looks. So the biggest thing is the way I like to do it is set a two minute timer, throw and catch the balls as many times as you can in two minutes. And then do that three to four times in a session. And if you're doing that three to four times in a session, two to three times a week, you're going to start noticing your hand-eye coordination improve immediately. As it starts getting easier with just regular throws too, mix it up. Throw one and then the other right after each other so that it throws your timing off a little bit. You can throw them so that they cross on the wall. You can do all kinds of different stuff to actually make that drill a little more difficult. Um, And then the more variations and the better you get at those variations, the more and more and more you're going to see that hand-eye coordination improve. One of my other favorite ones for that is juggling or any kind of different juggling drills. 
Um, you know, you can look a lot of them up on YouTube. I've got a bunch of videos of those drills. So if you send me a DM, then I can absolutely send you a couple of drills for that as well. Uh, I see another comment saying I'm going into a transformation from 255 pounds to 170. Do you recommend lifting weights? Absolutely. Specifics on what you need to do when you're going through a transformation are definitely going to come down to each individual. It's going to come down to if you've lifted weights before, what kind of stuff you need to do. Um, and then honestly, one of the biggest things right now is just going to be activity. You know, get yourself moving more and then make sure you're thinking about what you're eating. Make sure that you're concentrating on eating well, eating a lot of protein with every meal. And then as you start doing that, you're going to start seeing that weight come down. And eventually, if you're trying to fight at 170, if you're walking around in the 185, 190 range, you should be able to cut to that pretty easily. But that cut is going to be a whole different conversation for another day. Uh, I see Nick asks, bro, you play fantasy football? No, I do not. Uh, I tried for a couple of years and I just never took it seriously enough. So everybody in the league got mad at me. So I decided not to do that anymore. Um, but if anybody has any other training questions, make sure to drop them in a comment right now. Let me know. Uh, otherwise, we're going to wrap this thing up. And I hear someone say, oh, someone just said, you're very knowledgeable. I appreciate you, man. It's experience in this industry. I've been doing this for 15 years. Um, so I have a degree from Bishop's University in Quebec here in Canada. I'm not sure where you're located. But uh, the degree is called Sports Studies and Athletic Development. And I have a minor as well in sports psychology. So that was the starting of my education. But honestly, the biggest thing has been experience in the industry. The biggest thing has been learning from doing, doing a lot of things wrong, but then being able to continue to learn from the mistakes I make and then being able to continue to improve from there as well. Uh, and Ahmed, you're asking how long the transformation should take from 255 to 170. Honestly, it like you're in for some time here. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat you. It, you can do it quickly, but if you're doing it the right way, this should take time because it's easy to put yourself, put yourself on a plan where you're not eating enough. You're just starving yourself and dropping off the weight, but that's not a sustainable way. If you're looking to truly be walking around at 170, shoot me a message. We can talk a little bit more about that because that's going to take some time. That's going to take some work. Um, and and you're in school right now. And if you don't make it as a fighter, you'd like to be a coach. But let's make sure that you make it as a fighter. That's language that we talk about all the time. Making sure you're working from a place of self-belief, a place of abundance, a place of understanding that you're able to do whatever you put your mind to if you're willing to put in the work and willing to put in the time. So I love that you're training for sport, but let's switch that mindset instead of saying, if I don't make it as a fighter, let's make sure you do. You know, you know the work you need to put in. And if you need help with that work, you know who to send a message to. So let's make sure you do make it as a fighter instead of talking about that plan B already. Um, if anybody else, I appreciate you, man. Absolutely. I'm glad you understand that. That's a really big part of it is that mental side. And that's something that I've done a couple of podcasts about before. 
So if you want to check out the other episodes, you can check them out at www.elitedevelopmentpodcast.ca or you can check it out on all the major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else that you find your podcasts. So if I don't see any more questions coming into the comments, I am going to take a minute to wrap the show up. And um, yeah, I appreciate you guys all for being here. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. So that is our episode. That is it. That is all. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I appreciate you for tuning in. If you liked this show, if you got some value from it, I would greatly appreciate if you'd follow me on social media so that I can continue to put more information like that out and continue to get that in front of you. And I would appreciate if you share this show with a friend, with a teammate, with somebody that you are with somebody that you're training with, somebody that is on a journey to become the best athletic version of themselves that they can. Share it with a friend, share it with a teammate. And thank you all again. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you taking the time to tune in. And we'll talk to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.